Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Thurl Bailey, Steve Stepanovich, Joey Devine, Annis Warmly, Mitchell Wiggins, Russell Cross, Sean Keen, Greg Kite. Thank you, James. Atik Varani. Thank you, Atik. Musical guest, The Spin Doctors. And now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi. It's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast. And we are back with a brand new episode. I'm here, as always... With the uh, permanent co-host, Sean Keane. Sean, how are you? I'm pretty good. How are you doing? i uh, kind of bummed. Um, it's really hot, and uh, I thought the finals were going to be competitive, and then I watched one game, and I was like, do I even need to watch more of these? <laughs> <laughs> um, it, was, uh, it wasn't very close. No, and like the all the Heat players got hurt, and Tyler Hero looked um like Tyler Zero. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Hero oh. Zero, and uh, Bam doesn't. Bam seems like uh, he got fouled really hard. He he seems to have hurt his shoulder. Yeah. Um. Apparently, Goran Dragic is gonna try and play on a uh, torn, a, not Achilles. What is it? Plantar fascia. Uh, yeah, t- t- yeah, I mean, it's the 
thing in your foot, the thing in the middle of your foot, mm-hmm. the plantar. Yeah. Looks well, like the Heat's championships chances have been uh, plantarred in the ground. You know what I mean? Um, so it kind of feels like basketball's over, even though it's not. <laughs> it, it's weird because it's like, I feel like this is like very important for um, fans of the Lakers. And, you know, congratulations, you guys. Like this, this seems like uh, it's a real triumph. It's big for everyone. Uh, standing for Kobe. If you if you painted a mural of Kobe, but you didn't paint over a mural of LeBron, this is absolutely for you. Right. But it does feel like, um, according to um, our unnamed friend at the Athletic, uh, the TV ratings have been down a little bit. <laughs> so I'm going to say no one's watching. This is like, you know, I don't think Michael Jordan ever won a championship with ratings this bad. So uh, who's the real goat, yeah. right? Do you think our friend at the Athletic is on an all meat diet? <laughs> I, I well, I know because I think he has salt. Yeah. What about vodka? Vodka and salt and uh-huh. raw meat. Yeah, I yeah, think so. Yeah. I mean, the Bogut special. Um, is he gonna? Is he gonna secretly be dead in Siberia because of his cannibal daughter as well? Um, you know, he that could happen. That really could happen. He look, you got to watch yourself when you get involved with these kind of death cults. Um, I think I think the Federalist would probably pay for some uh, medical care for him, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, do you think it do you think it hurts him, though? Do you think he's like do you think he's ever written an email to Jordan Peterson and said, but what if the Asada burrito has fries in it? I love San Diego. Please, father, tell me what to do. <laughs> and uh, he said, "Son, you need to grift." <laughs> uh, no, it, he got a missive back up back about how like uh, the Muppet Show emasculated uh, generations uh-huh. of men because <laughs> uh, Kermit the Frog was such a cuck. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> pigs in space—that was the future, led by female pigs. <laughs> Kermit the Frog was frustrated. The impotent fuzzy bear. It's funny how the phallic but defeated Gonzo the it's... Great. <laughs> it's funny how so many of those, uh, you know, internet guys are like uh-huh. so obsessed with like children's stories as the uh-huh. reason like masculinity is dead. And it's like, I grew up on He Man, dude. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> If yeah, like, anything, like, if... I didn't become a full-blown cuck until Saddle Creek Records came around. All right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I was radic- I was cucked by Bell and Sebastian. <laughs> they were on Matador. I'm sorry, but you know um, what I'm saying. Should we uh, get to some reader mail? Uh, yeah, please. All right. This is Round Ball Rock Reader Mail. Communications from listeners. Why do we call it Reader Mail? It is confusing for robots. Alright, our friend El Hafnero asks, Do you have any nicknames for players that aren't used by anybody but you think are really good? I've decided to start calling Malcolm Brogdon the Big Casino. Which is great. Sean, do you want to explain why... We now also refer to Malcolm Brogdon as the big casino. 
Uh, no, you go ahead. Go ahead with this. Uh, one. Because the Bucks ownership <laughs> opted to build a casino instead of uh-huh. resigning Malcolm Brogdon. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like I love the nickname, the big casino. Joey, did you ever play the card game casino? No. I was one that there's some games that I played with my dad, and I'm like, does anyone in the world play these games? I'm like, you know, Pedro. The yeah, game. No, Pedro. my parents play Pedro. I think okay. Pedro is a very specific San Francisco card game. I think that's right. Okay, yeah, that's right because he learned it from you know his forty cousins in the city of San Francisco too. But yeah, casino. There's there's one card is the big casino. It's the it's the ten of diamonds. Yeah. Uh, that's tight. The Big Casino was such a good name because his other nickname was like it's the president. the president. Yeah. Eh, I mean, look, there was one president in the NBA, and his name was Shane Battier. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, w- I would say, yeah, Malcolm Brogdon, not my president. The Big Casino. Um, you and I always. This is not no one. Is it our friend Elliot who came up with Marcus Gasol's nickname? Bear. Yeah, it was yeah. Elliot. Yeah, because he said and that, he looked like a bear. <laughs> he does look like a bear. I like in in getting a casual fan to appreciate Marcus Gasol. Usually, I start with the bear thing, and then I go into uh, saving refugees at sea mm-hmm. and uh, growing up in both Barcelona and Memphis. Uh, the only person in the world who did that, uh, who's ever done that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Uh, so bear, I, I don't, no one else calls it bear, right? No, no, no. That was just specifically Elliot. At one point uh-huh. I had a Memphis Grizzlies jersey that said bear oh, on it. Um, I don't so know what tight. happened to it. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I, and I don't mean like, he, he just had like the grace of a, 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 you know, like a circus bear that could do tricks. Mm-hmm. And he was also, he was also trapped in an environment that always seemed a little too hot for him. And that's why he won that title in Toronto, like a. Bear needs a chill, you know? Uh, I mean, this podcast also gave uh, Jake Lehman the nickname The White Squall. <laughs> <laughs> Which now makes it sound like he's like a QAnon Yeah, he's a QAnon. Because, because The for... White Squall is good. Uh, I used to call Todd Fuller The White Tornado. Because mm-hmm. um, he was big and big and destructive. Well, isn't your, doesn't your sister, didn't they have a, didn't she have a nickname for Victor Alexander? Oh yeah, this was really fun. So Victor Alexander, uh beefy beefy young center for the Warriors in the early 90s. Um we were watching them play the Clippers on TV. Um and the old sports arena used to have those like rotating ad signs courtside. Mm-hmm. And at one point Victor Alexander for some reason was like dribbling near midcourt before, you know, Tim Hardaway just like took the ball away from him. Mm-hmm. And that rolled over and it said Fat Burger. Mm-hmm. And we didn't know that was a real place. But my sister's like, Fat Burger, that's him. <laughs> He's Fat Burger. So we would call, that's mean, but we would call Victor Alexander Fat Burger when I was like 11 years old. Other than that, I can't really think of any nicknames specifically I give. I mean, maybe I should start doing it more. I just never feel like. trying. Yeah, I feel like I never have the gravitas, the gravitas to give someone a nickname, even in my own life. Um. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> like um, when I was coaching, I would usually pick. Uh, there was one point when um, there were two six hundred girls, both named Lauren, who had the same initial. And so one of them became Sparky, and that was a great nickname for a five-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
like like you're Lauren, you have 12 people on the team that have the same name as you, or are you Sparky? Yeah. The only Sparky in the world. Right. Um, our friend Mike Burkett asks, uh, what are the th- awful things Bill Simmons does slash requests slash gets angry about for his birthday? <laughs> like, what would you get Bill Simmons for a gift? I mean, um, besides, like, a hand job in Las Vegas? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, like, what would he what would he want? Uh, a hand job in Las Vegas. That is absolutely Vegas. what he would want. And he'd be like, uh, I've never seen cocaine before. Can somebody show me some cocaine? <laughs> he's like, uh, he literally said on a podcast one time that he's never seen cocaine before. And it's the biggest lie I've ever heard anyone yeah, you tell. Went to, you, went to, <laughs> you went to million. You had, you went to prep school for millionaire kids in Connecticut. Yeah. There wasn't cocaine in the eighties, in the eighties. <laughs> and then he went to the Holy Cr- like, you were a That's bartender in is. Boston, and you right. never saw cocaine. <laughs> I'm going to say that bartender story. I would like to see some uh, pay subs from that, personally. Also, you go to fucking Las Vegas with David Chang. There's uh-huh. no the way. Time. Come on, you love Las Vegas, and you always and there's always like inexplicable stories about Las Vegas where it's like, wait, why did you smoke 38 cigarettes? Yeah, and it's like, oh, he played. He, I just like to play blackjack for seven straight hours. That's cocaine, dude. And then sometimes, like, all my friends, we'd, like, yell at somebody. But we thought it was bad luck, and then they'd leave. It's like, <laughs> oh, what? How did that behavior come about? Also, your friend's name is J-Bug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are... Those are not. So yeah, it's cocaine and a hand job in Las Vegas. That is what he requests on his birthday, and he gets mad when his wife won't let him go. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, this is supposed to be. This is one of my top thirteen birthdays. Get a hall pass. <laughs> that movie, sneaky good. <laughs> uh, Mike also asked from Indiana, played for Duke, strong outside shooter, quote unquote high basketball IQ. Is Josh McRoberts the most "Quote unquote white basketball player ever." Oh man, this is, I, and I'm going to say no right away because McBob dunked hard before <laughs> his knees blew out. Um, uh, I mean, I, I, I do think that's a good case, but I think there are wider players. Like, like I kind of think that Steve Alford might be the reigning champ, mm-hmm. just because good. he like his big claim to fame was being. Uh, at Indiana, even though Keith Smart actually hit the right shots, uh, he became a dirty, dirty basketball coach. That's like an incredibly white basketball player thing to do. Like, Josh McRoberts seems like he might have, like, healthy interests in his life. But yeah, Mike Roberts also, again, was kind of flashy. He would dunk hard. He'd throw weird behind his back passes. Like, we, you want no flash. You want... Dante DiVincenzo without the swagger. That's what you're looking for, kind of, right? You want, you want, you want D. You, he should shoot like 90% from the line. Yeah. At uh-huh. whatever position. But like, McRoberts just didn't really shoot enough threes either. Yeah. Um, I mean, the answer is Mike Dunleavy. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. Like, like, coach's son. Coach's son went to Duke. Then played a long time in Indiana. Not um, really very good at anything. Well, his whole claim <laughs> to fame was just growing yeah. at, in, like, college. 
But I think he also had mono in college, if I'm not mistaken, which seems extremely white. Is that is that even a disease other races get, Joey? Well, Wancho, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I just always think of it as, like, someone who looks like Mike Dunleavy Jr. or uh, Sam Darnold. I am, I am sure non-white people get mono, Sean. <laughs> I mean, probably. I'm just, just they're, 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 they're proud enough not to tell everyone. They've got like a child's disease. Uh, yeah, I think Mike Dunleavy's the answer. Um, very white. Um, because a lot of guys just didn't. I really think Bobby Hurley could have taken the title, but uh, he was thrown from that. Well, I truck. mean, oh, this guy gosh. never made the NBA, so I think he doesn't count. But, John Shire. Uh, no, I was gonna say Jerry McNamara. Um, yeah, he's just like, but but he's like too crazy to be a white basketball. You know what I mean? Like 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 the the prototypical white basketball player can make a three, but he's not making like nine in a triple overtime game. I just think generally anyone who plays in college for what feels like seven years uh-huh, uh-huh. is. <laughs> I agree, but like, but just bet like. If you were friends with Carmelo Anthony when you were 18 years old, there's no way you'd be the whitest anything. That's true. That's fair enough. <laughs> um, all right. I think Mike Dunleavy's our answer. That's what we're landing on, right? I think that's right. We we could go deeper. If you have suggestions for a whiter player... I uh, mean, Duncan Rock- Robinson is not bad. <laughs> I mean, he's just so weird, too. I mean, he is the only NBA player I can remember who took a fifth year of high school at prep school. That's pretty rare outside of, like, the 1940s. Um, But uh, I think it was... um, He did... Oh, yeah, yeah. uh, Mike Dunleavy... Sorry, just confirming, Mike Dunleavy did have mono his freshman year. Uh, And he got sent home from the ACC tournament. Duncan Robinson going to Exeter World, and it's a f- postgraduate season. At yeah, Exeter. yeah, it's like what Bill Simmons did. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I mean, like that's why if if you're wondering like who wasn't on the college radar, it's someone who went to to prep school for their fifth year. So it's like, <laughs> I mean, he just he just got really good at basketball at a very late age. <laughs> I mean, he he barely started in. At Michigan. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, if you have, but if you have a, a wider player. I mean, he went Rock- to Williams College, Sean. <laughs> yes. I mean, transferred to Michigan after a year. Yeah, yes. He, look, Duncan Robinson is the most John Irving character the NBA has yeah, ever yeah. had. Absolutely. I'm sure he's also had sex with a much older woman. Oh. Um, and probably been to Amsterdam where he saw a bear ride a unicycle. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this: Duncan Robinson has seen cocaine in yeah. his life, like Bill Simmons. But yeah, if you if you know a whiter player than Mike Dunleavy, at Round Rock Pod on Twitter, yeah. uh, Round Rock Pod at Gmail dot com, or uh, call the voice line that's in the show notes. Oh, and while we're talking business, uh, t shirts are for sale uh, in the description uh, in the show notes. Also, uh, I mean, in the link in the description of the show and Patreon dot com slash round rock pod where speaking of mono this week we had an entire episode dedicated to adam sandler and wancho hernan gomez mm-hmm. uh, it's very a, funny a famous famous mono guys yeah fam- the most famous mono guy perhaps mm-hmm. 
Um, should we go to some news? Let's do it. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. Alright, Sean, before we talk about the depressing, depressing finals game, it's time to say goodbye to some teams that have left us. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to start in the East or start in the West? Let's start in the East. Let's get this yeah, over let's get with. this one. Get these with. guys the fuck out of uh, Goodbye, Boston Celtics. Bye-bye. Um, Sean, what are you going to miss most about the Boston? Just seeing that, that, that eight-month-old fetus, um, proof that life begins at, uh, at your drafting by the Boston Celtics, the youngest man in NBA history, Jason Tatum, just, uh, tearing it up, but also getting blocked. Like, we got to see the best of Tatum. We got to see, we got to see his dunk block. We got to see him score 25 points in the second half after scoring zero points in the first half. We got to see ESPN show his baby every 37 seconds. Uh huh. Really trying to make America fall in love with Deuce Tatum, Mm -hmm. not realizing that anyone named Deuce is unsettling, but in particularly a baby named Deuce. It's also unsettling. When someone who is you're constantly being told that they're basically a baby has Uh a baby, like babies having babies is a very uh, that's an upsetting phrase. It's troubling. Yeah, we're supposed to be opposed to that. So um, but yeah, they were really I'm waiting for Brian Windhorst to denounce Deuce Tatum the same way he denounced Riley Riley Curry Curry. and the cycle (laughs) will have closed. Like I want him and Jackie Mack to come to blows. Uh, in a hope hoop collective recording well, unfortunately session. jackie mack's not on that show anymore oh yeah she only podcasts for the ringer the ringer now yeah but she writes for espn i think so yeah is she a mole for one or both of them good question um what if she comes back and she's like guys you're not gonna believe this the ringer's doing an oral history of lethal weapon three <laughs> <laughs> and she goes back to the ringer and she's like guys uh Okay, so the broadcast teams for baseball are just going to talk in really soft voices about launch angles and never get excited about anything. (laughs) And then we're going to interview the center fielder while he's in the field and while he's hitting. Uh, It won't be weird. It won't be weird. And she's like, okay, next week is Jean-Claude Van Damme week (laughs) at the (laughs) ring. Um, uh, they're gonna debate whether he's having a moment and they're like we gotta do it on first take first um, what are you gonna miss least yo I forgot to say what I'm gonna miss most oh yeah you what do you miss I'm gonna miss most uh, the the good Celtics people I follow hating Anus Cantor so much uh, <laughs> I'm really gonna miss that uh, you know the Riffs man uh, mm-hmm. Frazier Ramon Mm-hmm. Celtics rise. I'm gonna miss them all. Just all these dudes. Eviscerating Ramon. Uh, you're just, so great. Just eviscerating Steve Merkel, if you will. He's also Frazier Ramon. I love, He's Steve love Merkel. Merkel. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna miss him absolutely eviscerating Enos <laughs> Cantor's politics every time he plays terribly <laughs> at basketball. <laughs> it's so good. I'm like, 
I heard they had to make the bubble to protect him from uh, Erdogan. <laughs> they have to delay the NBA season until after the election, and actually probably past the inauguration, so Cantor can be safe. Um, uh, yeah, and I heard was... Jeffrey Epstein's hunters are after him. The people who killed Jeffrey <laughs> Epstein are going after Ennis next. Um, um. But yeah, uh, I guess I'm I'm gonna miss Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown was great uh, politics wise uh, throughout all of this. I wish he wasn't on the Celtics. I'm gonna miss Marcus Smart. I guess. Um, yeah, apologies to uh, to the Smart haters out there. He he rules. I hate the flopping though. It's yeah. it's it's a little egregious. I mean, are I mean you it's really gonna hate it when the Warriors trade for him. Um, you know, no, like I, two I, weeks. I, I, I like it. <laughs> he yelled. He. He attacked a college basketball fan, the lowest form yeah. of life on earth. That rules. <laughs> um, okay, what are you going to miss least about the Celtics? Uh, as always, it's child coach Brad Stevens. Mm. Um, once again, proving that he is more valuable than any superstar um, in uh, an Eastern Conference playoff series. You know what I'm going to miss? Can, he's, he's such a genius, he can almost figure out how to oppose a lineup that has Andre Iguodala playing center. Uh-huh. And you know what I'm also going to miss, actually? Uh, thinking about that photo of Gordon Hayward's baby and Robin Hayward taking it to flip her brand new newborn uh, baby onto its face to take a yeah. picture of it, the back of the jersey. He's, he is getting yelled at so much for not being at that birth. Oh, of it's course, dude. It's not going to be worth it at all. Um, uh, I'm probably going to miss Gordon Hayward, because... I mean, I'm going to miss Gordon Hayward mainly because they're going to trade him, I think. And then what am I going to make fun of on the Celtics? Yeah, right. Well, I mean, there's plenty. But (laughs) I also I also really missed people complaining about um, Daniel Tice's foul calls, which may or may not have been unfair. But when you choose to look the way he does, (laughs) you will never get the benefit of the doubt when you look like you're in an Aryan Nation gang. And you're hitting black players around the basket, you're going to get whistled just because people are like, that's it's not right. That's not right. What's happening there? Um, get that ger- that heavily tattooed, short haired German out of here. <laughs> All right. Now let's say goodbye to the team we actually love. Uh, Sean, what are you going to miss most about the Denver Nuggets? I got to say, it might be the last time to see him really just doing that magic out there on the court. Street ball, Paul, Paul Millsap. I, loved I it. think Streetball Paul's got some more magic left in him, baby. But is he going to come back to Denver? I is think it... he is. I mean, why not? <laughs> like, like oh, if he's not going to get more than the mid-level anyway. He might as well get it in Denver. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think I think the 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 paradox will be. I am positive that the Nuggets would like to give him a one-year deal that might be pretty generous. Mm-hmm. But I think Paul Millsap might be looking for. Uh, a multi-year commitment just because of how the finances are for the the nuggets yeah oh no actually i'm sorry i'm sorry they need a lot of money well they they don't have that much money for this next year because murray's extension kicks in i mean they have like 20 million but they're they could trade will barton if they really yeah i mean they lose the plumley money their their free agents are uh plumley and tory craig yeah they'll re-sign tory craig I mean, I just don't think he'll cost that much. I mean, they might just give PJ Dozier his job. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not bring him back, though? I mean, it, I, I don't know. Tory Craig like is a guy I would definitely uh, 
tell the Warriors to maybe try and sign if the Nuggets don't. I mean, yeah, he's probably not going to cost that much. They, the main thing is uh, bring back Grant. That's their yeah. dude. Yes. That's the most important guy. Uh, yeah. Um, and uh, get uh, get healthy Gary Harris. Fine. Yeah. I, I of course, am going to miss Michael Porter Jr.'s interviews. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, him going back into the shadows in his apartment to do things off camera is terrifying to me. I prefer when someone is watching him 24 hours a day. <laughs> right. It's going to be beautiful. Do you think you would, do you think you've ever maybe encountered him while you were playing online, uh, no, games? he seems like a PS5 guy. <laughs> Right. You're, Speaking you're ex- of online games, on Tuesday, <laughs> yes. uh-huh. uh, Apex Legends crossplay kicks in, guys. So if you've got a PlayStation Five and you're looking for someone to play with, hit me up on Xbox. I'm your boy Guy Fieri. You are B O Y G U Y F I E R I. Um, I'm not very good, but I like to play. All right. <laughs> Apex, I mean, look, we've been threatening to shift to an Apex Legends podcast, and we it looks like, given the final schedule right now, we're maybe like eight days away from that happening. <laughs> well, then we got the draft. That's something you and I will actually care more about. <laughs> even even that's like two months away. Well, I guess, no, you know what? It's only going to be a month and it's a half It's like a month away. Um, and we're going to get to see, finally, our first glimpse of Tyrese Halliburton. In a Golden State Warriors uniform. It's going to be incredible. Poku, well, in baby. Half. Draft him. Poku. <laughs> take him second. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm, no, I'm, of course, really going to miss watching Yo- uh, Jokic play. He's he's uh, amazing. I love him. Plays basketball in the weirdest way possible. Jamal Murray, great. I'm going to miss all these guys. I don't even know what to say. What are you going to miss least about this? Oh, Plumley, Mason Plumley, mm-hmm. just just poison, uh, eye poison, basketball poison. Look, he seems like he's probably a good guy. I don't actually know. Actually, he kind of looks like a terrible bully, to be honest. <laughs> I haven't really heard anything negative about him, but uh, he's the Plumley that doesn't unicycle and isn't a troop. So he's whatever in between that is, and I don't like whatever that is. So a cop? Um... He looks like a cop. I would say. If I was giving Mason Plumley one piece of advice, it would be to grow his hair out, no matter what it looks like. Just stop <laughs> looking like a cop. Um, uh, you know what I'm very scared of as a Golden State Warrior fan, Sean? What's that? That they signed Mason Plumley this summer. Uh-huh. But do, do you remember? God, it could happen. Yeah, I, I know. Mean, <laughs> anyone's on the table. Um. I don't think they respect him very much. Though. Yeah, but he's just the kind of hustle center that uh, Steve Kerr wants to bring in. And he his quote-unquote passing is good, and that's like their number one thing, remember? Oh, passing. and <laughs> Yeah, because you've got to get the ball out of Steph Curry's hands. <laughs> that's the most important part of the offense. <laughs> yeah, it's just making sure that people are running around. Not, not Steph Curry. He's not much of a dribbler, so... Um, anyway, enough warrior talk this game. We're, I mean, this today, we've done enough. Um, you're right. You're right. Sorry. But yeah, I'm not going to miss. I can't think of anything I wouldn't miss this Nuggets team. I'm going to miss it all. Monty Morris. Love him. 
PJ Dozier like him a lot. Oh, you know what? I'm not going to miss getting mad about the Malik Beasley trade every time I watch oh, them. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, I guess I am going to miss the Cronkies being cheap or I'm not <laughs> going to miss the Cronkies being cheap. Fuck the I Cronkies. They, I don't think they saved any money in that trade, though. Long term, though, they did. They So they don't have to sign him to the deal they thought they were going to have to because he turned down over 10 million a year. But I just mean like, yeah, I mean he was gonna leave. But <laughs> they got not, that pick. They got that. They got that juicy pick. Oh, the the heat pick. Yeah, it's great. Um, no, it's the. Uh, is it the heat pick? It's, no, it's a the, Rockets pick. Sorry, it's a Rockets, Rockets pick. pick. Yeah, very they moved even up better. Two spots in that draft, baby. Ooh, <laughs> um, that could be the difference between uh, an SEC wing who shoots great from three and an SEC wing. Who shoots kind of good from the wing. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's going to be the difference between Vassell and... I've already forgotten the... I, the Vassell's going in the top 15, dude. Yeah, you're probably um, right. It's going to be like... Dude, the the back of this draft is... It's impossible. All right. Um, goodbye, my sweet, sweet boys. Yeah, uh, but, but enjoy. You could have had Malik Beasley and a little bit of death, but instead, you're going to be loving life with Jaden McDaniels, baby. Uh, that is exactly the kind of Nuggets guy that, like, oh, this super tall guy who has guard him. skills who was supposed to be a top five pick, and now he's going to go in, like, the 30s. Yeah, that's exactly who the Nuggets he are going to pick. And it's, he, they will. Uh, He'll sit out an entire season, and then it will be like, oh, my God, this Bull Bull Michael Porter Jr., Jaden McDaniels, Jokic, all seven-foot, three-point shooting lineup is dominating people. All right. Uh-huh. And then they add Paul Reed in like yeah. with like the forty second pick. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the finals. Oh yeah, baby, finals! Sean, tell tell us what happened in the finals. Uh, well, in the first half, the Lakers outscored the Heat by seventeen points, and in the second quarter, Goran Dragic got hurt. It was very hard to tell what happened actually on that play. He sort of stepped on something i guess anyway it, people thought he had torn his achilles it seems like he just tore his plantar um and meanwhile the the heat were uh not playing a lot of great defense on the lakers the overall numbers for the game kind of lie but anthony davis had hold on i hate that espn's box scores make you scroll slightly to get to points um, he had 34 points, nine rebounds and five assists with three blocks. LeBron had a pedestrian 25, 13 and nine, not even a triple double. How do you call yourself the king? Anthony Davis, you're the finals MVP. Uh, Dwight Howard had an amazing, um, zero shot, eight rebound game. Um, and, uh, I mean, they just kind of dominated. Um, Tyler Hero got shut down. The Lakers, uh, uh, the Lakers, um, reserves and scrub, scrubby guys all hit like insane amounts of threes. Like Rondo is shooting like forty four percent from three for the the playoffs. Yeah, Rondo. <laughs> I mean, they shot a lot of threes. Um, Danny Green hit some threes, obviously. Canavius Caldwell Pope hit some threes. Uh, Marky Morris hit some threes. No one else was really drilling those threes. Quinn Cook was one for one in his one minute of play. Congratulations to Quinn Cook. Uh, J.R. Smith did not get a shot off. Deion Waiters, uh, I don't think he was active for the game. 
He may not be in the bubble anymore, Joey. It's possible. <laughs> uh, but Alex Caruso was good. And basically, I mean, this game was not competitive after, I would say, partway through the third quarter. Like, like they were up 17 at halftime. But uh, And then it was just a dominant first half. And then, you know, I mean, Kendrick Nunn played very well in his 20 minutes. Oh, but great. yeah, it was not. Love to it see wasn't, him do well. It uh, it just wasn't a serious game for these guys. You know what I mean? Like it, the game was over very very early. It it uh, it felt like a like Lakers Nets finals game. Uh, but it also felt like the Lakers winning is inevitable, and I'm not even sure the Heat are gonna get one, right. No, no. I at this point, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, even before they all got hurt, I was like, it felt like completely inevitable. Like I, I thought know. it was. I was my pick before the series uh, was Lakers in five. I had Lakers in six. I should have said, I mean, the thing is, picking any series in five is kind of a coward's prediction. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, I really did think the Heat would get a game, and now I don't. Yeah. And uh, obviously, I've been disrespecting LeBron James, just like everybody. If you've read Twitter recently, no one ever acknowledges that LeBron is good, Joey. Have you noticed that? Oh, I, it's true. Like it almost uh, never comes up. Yeah, I don't know why the MVP voting was the way it was this year. Like uh, ESPN uh, rarely covers him. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean they were actually covering uh, him on uh, the football game tonight during the football game. They were reading LeBron's tweets about uh, the Jets Broncos game. Oh, so good. finally he's getting the exposure he needs. Uh, no, I mean, the, the Lakers are just really good. Um, I think there is a temptation to, you know, like, obviously a lot of people root against LeBron, which is totally fine. I don't feel like that's disrespectful or anything. But I do think there was a little bit of um, just, like, not realizing how important, to just, like, like how good it is to have... The two best players in the series by, like, a <laughs> right. mile... Well, and just two of the best players in the league. Like, you know, the the 2017 Warriors are a very strong team, top to bottom, but mainly they had Steph Curry and Kevin Durant, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and, like, you can look at um, a, lot of, a lot of those Laker teams with Shaq and Kobe are the same way, where you're, you're like, if you're really that upset about, I mean, is, is, was Derek Fisher really significantly different than Rajon Rondo right now? I mean, I guess uh, oh, I hate them both. Player. So no. yeah, um. yeah. I mean, <laughs> and like uh, you know, they have they do have good role players. They they it's it doesn't look like an amazing team, but they do have a good like, um, you know, it helps that they don't have they don't play like outright bad players. Mm -hmm. You know, like like Contavious Caldwell Pope has been overpaid, but he's a good player. Um, anyway, um. They should have been I, I'm I'm very proud of the heat like it's a great playoff run, but I do think the Lakers. I mean, I don't know who they would have had trouble with. I don't feel like they would have had trouble with the Bucks. I thought they would in March, but. Uh, I don't know who who would have given this Lakers team the best battle. Toronto. Uh I mean, the Denver Nuggets, right? Yeah, like, I guess I think that it I think maybe we kind of slept on how good. I mean, look, look, Jamal Murray 
correctly was not assumed to be this good before this series. Mm-hmm. And maybe some of that is like bubble magic, but I think he's legitimately um, like a, like a, a very good all-star. Like his, his max extension no longer seems at all controversial. I mean, I, I would say. say watching the heat, I, it don't watching them last night. And look, I know this is like short sided, small sample size, like blah, blah, blah. But I was like, oh, right. The East is still like way, 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 <laughs> way, way fucking worse than the West. Because I was like watching the Heat play the Lakers. And I was like, I don't know if this Heat team is as good as the Jazz. <laughs> well, you look at them, too. And um, and I love I, this Heat team, by the way. Yeah, like, yeah. I love them. I like. But... I love what they're doing. But but uniquely, this this. um. This Laker team, it's not just I mean, Anthony Davis is a is gonna be a Hall of Famer. LeBron, I think he could get in. Um <laughs> but but it's also just that um a lot of the objections to the Lakers were kind of misguided, just in that um there was this idea that they couldn't go small or like they were too big, but um they're gonna be bigger than everyone. But <laughs> like, yeah, I like, just like like, I actually think the team that might have given them the biggest challenge in the East would be the Sixers if they were healthy. And only because it's, like, at least a little reasonable size-wise. Yeah, but, like, I just, I think Bam is really good. Uh-huh. Uh, but he's not second best player on a Western Conference team good yet. Right, 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 exactly. Um, yeah. Jimmy Butler is the second best player on a Western conference team. You know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. Like they don't have, they have a really good group of players that play well together and they have a lot of good players, but yeah. What is Jimmy Butler? Like a, maybe the 15th player, best player in the NBA, something I mean, we around answered there. that question the other day. We did. Remember? Yeah, 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 that's right. We <laughs> said he was missed. Well, and, and the same thing with Bam where it's like, he's really good, but he's also, He'll get better, but it's just like uh, Anthony Davis is in his absolute prime and he is like an all time great NBA player mm-hmm. and he's playing like and he's as playing well as he's ever played player of all time. <laughs> yes. Uh. Well, <laughs> I st- uh, yeah. OK, second greatest player, whatever. I'm like, I'm not even going to dispute it. Whatever. It's a perfectly legitimate say- thing to say about LeBron James. And also, that's the most boring argument of all time. Yes, of course. I mean, I was I was only kind of I don't even know if I believe that. I just was yeah. using it as a. Yeah. But I mean, like, you know, if you have LeBron James, you're pretty much going to make the finals. <laughs> like, like, and, yeah. you know, you'll add pieces for that. But, you know, um, yeah. OK. So but yeah, that I, I, I'm also going to say right now, um, look at this heat team and think about what I just said and think, is Jason Tatum really as good as the media is saying he is <laughs> <laughs> like, is Jason Tatum as good as Luka Doncic, which is what people are arguing right now. Like, oh, yeah. you'd start a franchise with one of the two. Uh-huh. And then it's like Giannis is also 25 years old still. <laughs> Yeah, right, right, right. And he's um, going to be in the West. Um, all right. Uh, that'll be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if he, if he knows what's good for him, stay in the East, buddy. Uh, yeah, seriously, <laughs> that's what I'd do. Um, he's, you're afraid of you're afraid of a child coach in Boston? Yeah. No way, dude. But uh, yeah, you. My my. Oh, also oh, what, my... Are the, what are the Sixers going to do? Take a three-one lead on you and then fold? 
Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. But yeah, my other thing about this is I'm like, oh, if Kevin Durant is remotely even close to how good he, to how, like, even if he's only 80% Kevin Durant, uh-huh. that Nets team is going to roll. Yeah. They're going to win like 65 games. Right. It's like they already have other guys that are, um, you know, East good. Yeah, yeah exactly. East good. Well, I think Kyrie Jared Irving Allen? East good, actually. But oh, anyway. <laughs> oh, that stings. Yeah, but I think, I think so game two, my plan would be, it's very simple. Bam's out. You start Myers Leonard. You pour a, a pot of big face coffee in him and a couple of pre-workouts. I was thinking hooligan, but assassin, um, dude. assassin might be good. Yeah. And just, like, let that dude loose. And you never know what's going to happen. Maybe he'll hit a couple threes. Um, but I think I think that's that's your wild card. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you're throwing the... this is That's Jimmy Butler taking the rearview mirror off his car. I don't think he's actually tough enough, though, even with the hooligan <laughs> in him. They have a card to play. And that card is put you, Donis Haslam, out there to end Anthony Davis's career. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, like, th- there's nothing he can do. Like, to, go to heat Knicks on this shit, Pat Riley. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, he's thinking, he's thinking about that. Like, what are the LeBron rules? Yeah. So, so his enforcer team, none, UD. Oh, oh, okay. So Jay Crowder, I think. I think Jay, Jay Crowder's Crowder. actually a not tough though. <laughs> Jay Crowder, uh, look, we know the story of Jay Crowder's. Uh, <laughs> uh, proposal that doesn't happen oh, to Udonis yeah, okay. Haslam. So now that he's got that hair, I think Solomon Hill's got to be out there too. Yeah, Solomon Hill for sure. Oh, and Kelly Olynyk. Oh, good. Yeah, guy. dirty, dirty Olynyk. Yeah, yeah. He's generally yeah, like he he took out Kevin Love. Uh, yeah, take oh, out for another sure. LeBron. Yeah, no, I, I don't. We don't really want this to happen. We don't want this to happen, but it seems like the only thing they can win. The only way that they're really going to win, and I could see Pat Riley doing it. Like, that is some Miami shit. Yeah, and Um, look, Udonis Haslam's the guy, because what are they going to do, suspend him? He just retires. He just tackles tackles Anthony Davis at his uh, bird bone shins Uh and uh, retires immediately. And then you get uh, so here's what I'd say the the heat when they get the home court again here's what they have to do you know it's like really cute that they have like a video hologram of Dwayne Wade and Jimmy Buffett and Dan Marino or whoever what they need is ho- all holograms of high school girls you take Dwight Howard completely out of the game mm-hmm. if there's a wall of slightly underage girls there and he he won't be able to focus. Mm-hmm. He's just going to start farting uncontrollably. <laughs> They're going to have to send him out. He's a bad person, Joey. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all I can think of. And then, like, I guess you could distract LeBron with sea bass, maybe. But actually, <laughs> Dwayne Wade would get too excited, and he'd be like, "Come on, serve some of that sea bass, baby." Um, I mean, I think, yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. Um, what else do you think they could do? Anything? Um, I mean. It's it's weird because they. I think they should all chug as much big uh, big face coffee at halftime as Matthew Della Vadova did, and just go to the hospital. Just get yeah, out of the <laughs> the bubble and forfeit. They're just like, wow, uh, that w- that was nine of them, and 
Jimmy Butler's like, I made $180. It was worth it. Um, There is some more important news than the finals we need to talk about, right? Um, yes, there is. For this, let's, of course, go to uh, Sixers Daryl. Mm. Higher. Doc Rivers! That's right. The Philadelphia 76ers have finally listened to Sixers Daryl mm-hmm. and hired Doc Rivers, which we didn't even get to talk about it. The Clippers fired him listening to Clipper Daryl. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we... <laughs> do you want to hear... Uh, do we know why the Clippers fired Doc Rivers, Sean? We we have... There's been a rumor that uh, after they blew the 3-1 lead, Steve Ballmer wanted to get rid of everyone. Uh, the players, the coaches, especially Doc, and the front office convinced him not to. But then he just kind of decided to fire Doc anyway. And uh, apparently one of the objections was that their high-priced coaching staff, including Tyron Liu and, I don't know, they had some other assistants. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> they wouldn't listen to the analytics department and specifically – uh, play Zubaj over Montrezl Harrell. Mm, which is also what every Clipper fan I know was screaming for the entire series. I mean, like, series. yeah, the high-priced analytics staff or just, like, fly-by-night's fly by Twitter. Uh, yeah, Rich Lewis Homie Flom yeah. and Lewis Keen. <laughs> All our dudes. <laughs> um, and, and so, and, and then the thing that, the straw that broke uh, the Clippers back was uh, in way back in 2018, Joey, uh, the Clippers, thanks to the Blake Griffin trade, were picking 12th and 13th in the mm-hmm. draft. And uh, they, uh, um, they, <laughs> they, first they got snuck, they got a little snookered by Mitch Kupchak, mm-hmm. uh, who basically uh, ransomed two second round picks, I think, out of them mm-hmm. for uh, getting uh, SGA. Instead of uh, 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 not Miles Bridges, Miles Bridges, Miles yeah, Bridges. Miles Bridges, and uh, and then the Clippers took Jerome Robinson, who they traded for like cap space this year, mm-hmm. or like ballast in the Marcus Morris deal. And Balmer, being a a native of Seattle, much like Michael Porter Jr., wanted phenom Michael Porter Jr. And the front office said, "No, he's he's undraftable. You can't take yeah. him." And so that was like the straw. When Michael Porter Jr. hit a dagger three on the Clippers, Balmer was... was I'm going to fire Doc Rivers! <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine, Chuck. Chuck, you're crazy. Oh, you know, Chuck gets a little crazy. I get crazy, too. Like when I see my favorite high school player hit a three against my team. Um... God, that just made me dizzy. Uh, (laughs) So Michael Porter Jr. kind of lived up to what he was asking for a little bit in uh, his press conference where he was like, I just want the ball. Just give me the ball and I'll end this Clippers series Uh by uh, getting Doc Rivers fired. (laughs) Uh Well, and you know, Doc Doc Rivers has been an outspoken opponent of Donald Trump uh, and... Uh, Maga Porter Jr. has got to be thrilled about those results. He did. Look, look, I mean, he brought cancel culture into the Clippers front office. Um, so 
that happened Monday, right? Yeah, so Doc <laughs> signed immediately. Doc signed today, Thursday. Uh, which, you know, it, everyone assumed the Sixers were going to hire Mike uh, D'Antoni, but I guess Warren Legary was playing hardball. Yeah, he asked He asked for a third year. Yeah. And that's... <laughs> uh, now, now, by the way, Doc Rivers signed a long-term contract extension last April. Mm-hmm. So he was, I mean, I don't know how offsets work. I have a feeling Doc Rivers is getting all of his Clippers money and all his Sixers money. Of course, dude. Uh, but he, um, it's, uh, it's not clear how long that contract was. But he got a long-term extension one year ago. Yeah. So, honestly... Is this the worst thing in the world for Doc Rivers? No. It's kind of great for him. Although, I don't know why he'd want to sign with the Sixers. It's like he wants to coach teams that fucking hate each other. <laughs> right, like like, like as unpleasant oh, as I gotta the go Clipper- sign with Clippers East. <laughs> um. <laughs> so the Clippers had a, a terrible locker room this year, but... Two years ago, they also had a terrible locker room. Yeah. <laughs> like, they pretty much have always had a terrible locker room. And so Doc is like, it's weird because in everything that doesn't involve the players on the team playing for him, Doc Rivers is like this wonderful voice of advice and togetherness and, like, mediates disputes. And then he, his team, his teammates, his actual players just despise each other. It's so weird. I will say, you know who this is really good for? Uh, who's that? It's good for Ben Simmons. Oh, because yeah. Because he is going, if Doc is smart, uh-huh. he's going to realize Ben Simmons is just like souped up Blake Griffin in 2014, like uh-huh. where Chris Paul got hurt and Blake Griffin became the was third in MVP voting because they just ran point Blake Griffin. Well, guess who is point Blake? Ben Simmons. <laughs> yeah. And uh, no, it's perfect. Yeah, you, and you know who big, this is bad for. He's better on defense. Yeah, Joel Embiid. This is bad for Joel Embiid. <laughs> However, it's great for his chances to win Defensive Player of the Year because Doc Rivers will talk about that all season. Yeah, it's long. true. Except for years, yeah. he did that for DeAndre. Yeah. Uh, although DeAndre also seems like his spirit was kind of broken mm-hmm. by the end of his Clippers by time. By Chris Paul, though. I mean, everyone's spirit was broken by Chris Paul, right? Yeah, I mean, that's why he decided he needed to go to a team where coaching didn't even exist. And we'll get to that later. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think this is good for Tobias Harris, Joey. Mm -hmm. Because Tobias basically had the only time Tobias Harris has been like in the all star conversation Mm -hmm. was the one year he played for Doc Rivers, which was basically a calendar year. Mm -hmm. And uh, Doc Rivers also traded Tobias Harris. Mm -hmm. And that would also be a positive outcome for Tobias Harris. I will say, if I were a Sixers fan, I would be a little worried that so much of my uh, team is now tied into historical Clippers. It's like (laughs) Elton Brand is my Uh GM and Doc Rivers Uh, is my coach. I guess Elton Brand only blew a three-two lead. Yeah, yeah. In the playoffs, yeah, to the uh, to George Carl's Nuggets. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. They blew that lead to um, uh, six, seven seconds or less. Oh, right. You're right. You're right. Um, yeah, the Daniel Ewing game. My bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
yeah, no, there, there, there's a lot of like clip adjacent things. And even though Josh Richardson wasn't a clipper, his name is Richardson, which is mm-hmm. a famous clipper name. And he yeah. is like, likes a headband, you know, mm-hmm. um, boy, it's this bad for though. Uh, this is bad for Sixers players who like having chapel. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say I'm happy that the 76ers finally hired a doctor. Um, yes, that's something that has not. Like they, maybe they probably... their players will stop getting. Uh, maybe their rookies will stop having uh, season-long injuries before their career starts. Yeah, like poisoned by their own medical staffs too. And there were there were people that weren't hurt when they got to the the, the Sixers. Ben Simmons wasn't hurt at the draft. <laughs> he just went into that cursed place. Um, I think anybody who. Um, sold stock in a lozenge company based in Philadelphia is probably kicking themselves right now. Yeah, 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 sure. (laughs) Um, Sixers fans who would like to reach the conference finals, they're in trouble. Uh, Although, moving to the East, you know what I mean? Like, like making the second round in the West is kind of like making it to the finals of the East. So that might be... I mean, in fact, look at Doc Rivers' own coaching record. And... Um, I'll tell you who this is bad for that? Uh, Matisse Tybel, Shake Milton, anybody who's been in the league less than three years, Doc Rivers fucking hates you and you're not playing. Yeah, you're getting loaded up. And in fact, you know who you're going to lose your job to, uh, Shake Milton? Uh, uh, Jeff Green? No, 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 no. He, it's, it's, uh, it's a defensive-minded combo guard named... Austin oh, Rivers. He's not, high. He's not he's signing. He's getting the mid level exception, baby. No, he's not. <laughs> they don't like thing. each other. They, the, the doc gave him that contract so he'd never have to see him again. No, uh, he locked him in. He loves him now. <laughs> he's trying to bring him and the Curry family together. Doc's, Doc's new family, the Currys. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, if you're, if you're a veteran and, uh, God, there's probably no one quite old enough like could you see rondo coming to the sixers in the offseason no i mean he'll probably they really don't like like each other doc and rondo really oh they do hate each other that's right that's Um, right um they do hate each other but yeah there's no there's no like old celtics left anymore from from his era no trying to i mean i guess you could just essentially just look at an eastern conference all-star team from seven years ago yeah you could hire big baby to be a coach Okay, is he is he still in legal trouble? I don't know. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, I'm so happy Sixers Daryl's happy. That's all I care about. Um, uh-huh. and Clippers Daryl, I guess, is also probably happy. I don't know. I blocked him on Twitter a long time ago. Is I believe goof? he's I believe he's calling himself uh uh Lakers Daryl these days. Oh, great. Yeah, I think I think the guy we're looking at coming to the Sixers, Jeff um, Green, dude. He loves. Well, Jeff I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at like the All Stars. See these. Stars. I mean, yes, Jeff Green will be on that team next year. Just get ready for it, Philadelphia. <laughs> Wesley he's, Johnson. Uh, he's coming. Wesley Johnson could do it. I'm thinking maybe like uh, we could see like a Roy Hibbert revival. Um, yeah, that's it. That's all I can think of. <laughs> Uh, no it would be is, really uh, funny if the Sixers traded for Chris. Um, oh my God, that would be incredible! I'm, I'm, 
so excited about that I concept. Mean... <laughs> I kind of think Al Horford's a, a nice fit in Oklahoma City for a young team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just let them coach. <laughs> they don't have a new coach yet, do they? Uh, they. I don't remember. Did they hire someone yet? I don't think they did. But uh, so where's Mike D'Antoni gonna go now? Indiana, baby. Oh, he's the big loser because he has to live in Indianapolis now. He's not. He sh- he should go ho- coach the Clippers. Make make uh make PG and Kawhi play center and power forward. Oh, that would be so tight. <laughs> they should hire Mike D'Antoni. Yes, that's the best. That's the best choice they could make. Well, also it's like. If you want to unlock Paul George, like don't have him play in the half court more. Yeah. You know, like run, run with these dudes. Yeah. Um, they they're going to be I, I, I'm pretty sure they're going to be bringing back Harold. So just because I mean, not because they I mean, the analytics guys, of course, are mad, but like they're they're capped out. And so they can bring back Harold or they can bring back no one. Right. Right. Isn't that the situation? So. so, yeah, like. Hell yeah. D'Antoni. That's who they should hire. If not D'Antoni, I think the Clippers should hire Sam Cassell. Yeah, that'd be tight, too. Look, look, the, my for any team out there who's with uh, who needs a coach. My my standpoint this summer is uh, Mike D'Antoni or a black guy. Those are your only options. <laughs> there are not enough black coaches and Mike mm-hmm. D'Antoni obviously needs a job. Those I'm, yeah. like I, if anyone's earned the right to continue being a head coach, it's Mike D'Antoni. Yeah, yeah, like um, like like don't no, I don't want to see any Dave Yeager. Um, <laughs> Luke Walden should have already been fired. Yeah, like like no retreads. Like Billy Donovan gets a job five minutes after he's fired. Yeah, but but Jerry Stackhouse is stuck at Vanderbilt. Like, Sam Cassell on. can't get a job. Come on, man. Um. I mean, D'Antoni actually should go to Orleans. That's where he honestly should. That would be the tightest. I mean, because Griff's I don't even... there. Go, yeah. go, go hang out with Griff again. <laughs> Wait, was he? Oh, yeah, Griff did work at Phoenix, right? Yeah, Griff was the Suns guy. That's um, right. By the way, do you know what Scottie Pippen said about Billy Donovan? What? I'm not impressed with what they did. I don't think that they have made any dramatic changes that are going to change who they are as a team. That's just my personal opinion. I like Billy Donovan as a person, but I don't think he's proved anything in the NBA that proves he's worth investing in and bringing a team up that needs help like Chicago does. They're a team that has been struggling for a long time. I don't see the value he brings. Pretty um, tight. Sean. He's also 55 years old. We've gone like Billy Donovan as a young guy. <laughs> he's going to be a coach, but there's a lot of them out there. Sean, we've gone on too long. Uh, do you want to end with some Kyrie Irving thoughts on coaching? Why don't you read these, uh, read these as psychedelic Kyrie? Yeah. Can I mention that Vince Carter won the Sportsmanship Award? Sure. (laughs) Was it because he built that room like a psycho for Deontay Davis? (laughs) Oh, because apparently they hate Patrick McCaw. Okay, great. great, Vince Carter, Vince Carter hurt him and cost the Warriors (laughs) a three feet. Uh, Yes. Okay. So, so this is from. Uh, the second best basketball podcast in the world, um, the Etceteras. Which, or how do you how do you pronounce this? It's got to be the Etceteras, but but the ETCs. <laughs> please stop letting Ky- Kevin Durant name things. His podcast <laughs> is called the Etceteras. Terrible. 
the boardroom, boardroom, the podcast, the servant. Uh, yeah, uh. <laughs> the servant serves. Um, so I'm gonna give you these. I guess I'll give you the. I should give he you. Yeah, Kyrie Irving on this you. week. Yeah. Uh, what a great guest, and they were talking about the coaching situation, and uh, Durant said coaching was a collaborative effort, and Kyrie said, "I don't really see us having a head coach. KD could be a head coach. I could be a head coach some days." And then uh, Durant said, I think a lot of people may question our leadership overall or just us too. But when me and Kai talk to being coached every single day, I think that's leading by example. And I think a lot of our teammates are going to follow that. I don't think that's coaching. but uh... <laughs> He also said. Steve is great. And I have a relationship with him that's going to build. Over time, bro. Steve don't know me from anything he heard, or he's heard someone else. We've worked out one time in 2014, but it's grown as just a respectful relationship from afar. I saw him at the Hall of Fame two years ago, gave him a big hug, and now he's the head coach. And I think it's also going to change the way we see. Coaches. I do you think that's that's a different way we're gonna see coaches, Joey? Uh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh he also said I want somebody that's going to understand that I'm a human being first. I serve my community first. And then basketball is something I do every day. We always heard and saw how great Nashville is a player, but also when you know as a person, you understand why you can coexist with us. We need to and change everything we're doing. I'm going to say, you know what? I like that. I actually like that quote. That Kyrie is the human being and community first. That's one thing we like about him, right? I love that. I love yeah. that. And in fact, and in fact, like we're pretty bullish on next year's Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. No, I think they're going to win like 68 games. All right. We um, do think Kyrie's very funny though. Yeah. But <laughs> And then he also said One thing, One thing I've always, I've always been, been comfortable, comfortable with, with, I felt, I felt like, like I was, I was the, the best, best option, option on every team, team I played down, down, down. <laughs> Wait. Wait a second. I have never read this one. <laughs> You're in for a treat. Yeah, but... This is this the is first time, time in my career, career I've looked, looked down and, and be like, like that, that motherfucker can make that, that shot, shot too. too. And he'll and probably, probably do it a lot easier. It's not, it's not so, so much deferring, deferring because, because in past, past situations where I didn't take the last shot, shot I, felt I felt guilty. guilty. I, I want this game game shot, shot, but also, also you want to trust, trust your teammates. teammates. Not, not that, that I didn't trust my teammates, teammates but, I but I felt like I was, I was the best, best option. option. Does Kyrie Irving think he's better than LeBron at basketball? Uh, when it comes down the stretch, he's a better option. I mean, That motherfucker can't make that shot too, Joey. <laughs> I mean, honestly... Did Kyrie Irving feel guilty all the time when LeBron, LeBron James was like apparently. driving to the basket and dunk on people <laughs> in the last minute? Because that was that's usually a pretty good option. Like, I mean, maybe he's specifically talking about taking like a twenty-eight footer, 
But even then, I still kind of think LeBron's the best option. Sean, are we going to have to start listening to this podcast? Yes. It's going to be gross. All right. Well, I already have that, it pegged That'll be in some before. Patreon. We'll do some Patreon episodes where we yeah. recap the etceteras, which is like the ringerest ass name ever. You normies don't have to listen to this. <laughs> um, that's our episode, though. Sean, anything you want to plug? Uh, just, just round rock pod round ball rock.net <laughs> i swear we're gonna get we're gonna get things really charged up soon it's gonna be lit fam um and then as for me you can always follow me on where on september 25th i tweeted we've been oh wait i read that one recently hold on <laughs> where uh oh yo you gotta you gotta give the big news Oh, it, where, oh, well, con- first off, congratulations to Paigey Price and Frankie Muniz on getting, on uh, being pregnant. Mm-hmm. But on May 18th, as at Frankie Muniz, I tweeted, I, like most people, have loved watching The Last Dance. One thing I can't help but notice is how engaged all the fans were in the game. It hit me. No cell phones. No distractions. Everyone was just happy to be exactly where they were. I miss that. Deep stuff. Deep stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, trust the process. Sean, did you write a song? I did. I did. It's um, it's uh, I wrote it with David Byrne actually this week. Oh, nice. I just w- wanted. Were to... you wearing a big suit or was he? And I was wearing big pants. He was wearing a big shirt. Okay. Uh, and the song's called "Take Me to Doc Rivers." Nice. Uh, can't wait to hear it. Um, trust the process. Trust the process. And, uh, shut it down. Take us, take us out, Sixers, Daryl. Higher. Doc Rivers! <laughs> Higher. Doc Rivers! Higher. Doc Rivers! I don't know why he coaches like he do. He's never getting out of round two. He needs a lozenge, always sounds stressed. Got fired cause he wouldn't bench Montress. I want to know how he'll use and be. Jolly loves to play Take me to Doc Rivers Drop me in the playoffs Take me to Doc Rivers Drop me in the playoffs In the first round In the first round Obama gave the yaks, but Philly won't pay the luxury tax. They got four forwards and no point guards. They need Chris Paul to come and punch some knots. I wanna know about the three-one leads. 
Jeff Green's coming to plan. Take me to the rivers. Drop me in the playoffs. You got to take me to Dark Rivers. Drop me in the playoffs in the first round. In the first round. Loved in Austin. Can't stand Austin. But he can't. But he can't. He can't close the series. He can't close it out. Drop me in the playoffs. Oh, you got to take me to Dark Rivers. Oh, drop me in the playoffs in the first round. In the first round. Ladies and gentlemen, taking this solo, owner Josh Harris. Tobias believes Ubuntu Won't lose free agents No matter where they roam He'll barricade Ben Simmons And it's all I wanted now Did Mike Scott Did Kelly Shake Milton's going away Take me to Doc Rivers Oh, come on, you got to drop me in the playoffs. Oh, got to take me to Dark Rivers. You know the Clips were having layoffs in the first round. In the first round. You know what? You know who else wore a really big suit? Brian Colangelo. I mean, a perfectly normal suit. With a normal collar. Hey, do you think Doc will make the conference finals? Ah, uh, nah, nah, nah. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, nah, nah. Round two. Nah, nah, nah. Ooh, nah, nah, nah. Round two. Nah, nah, nah. Ah, ah, nah, nah, nah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. 
If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.